to again continue from where we left last week we have been studying about the great faith hall of fame about the faith of the old testament heroes like abel enoch noah abraham sarah isaac jacob and joseph from the book of hebrews so hebrews chapter 11 is a record of the great achievements of these great men and women of god during their lifetime on this earth so last week we analyzed the faith of moses parents we read that in hebrew chapter 11 verse 23 hebrew 11:23 says by faith moses when he was born was hidden 3 months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command so we saw there the faith made moses parents to disobey the command of the king he because he was an ungodly king faith made moses parents especially moses mother jacobet to keep moses by taking risk in their lives faith made joseph moses mother to take challenges of keeping a male child a male hebrew child in their house until the child became 3 years old so in order to understand last week we were looking at the characteristics of moses parents especially the mother of moses jacobet and what characteristics of her that women that woman led her to have such a great faith in god so we found out five of them i quickly list them and then move further first of all we found out she got a great knowledge about the time in which she was living there was a command given by king pharaoh saying that all male children need to be killed she knew very well about what is going on around her and god expects us today to know about what is going on in this world Secondly she was a woman of awareness of the consequences of disobeying king's command she was not just blind she knew very well if i disobey to the king my family will be totally removed from the face of the earth she knew that very well and knowingly and knowing about the consequences of taking the challenge in her life she moved forward to keep moses to protect moses thirdly she was willing to take risks in her life for god's will to be accomplished in the, in the life of moses fourthly we saw she was expecting to get favor from her enemy pharaoh was her enemy and when the child became 3 years 3 months old she was sending the child to his to her enemy pharaoh how why because she had such a faith faith in god great faith in god last 3 months god was with my child protected moses and the same god is continue to going to continue to protect my child wherever doesn't matter where she is fifthly we saw willingness to let go what belongs to god we know that very clearly moses was a godly child 
the moment she was Moses was in the womb of her mother God we believe God ordained Moses as a leader as a priest because Moses was a priest he's from the Levite so he's a priest he was a priest and she knew that very well she cannot hold that baby forever for a long time it belongs to God so the moment Pharaoh's daughter asked she gave that son her, her only son sorry her son Moses to Pharaoh's daughter and Bible says Moses became Pharaoh's daughter's son so we talked about you know living letting that letting that to go to God because that doesn't belong to us something if it doesn't belong to us if we are trying to hold that with us you know God is not pleased and the same way Moses mother let that let Moses go for God and eventually God used him in a mighty way and today we talk about the faith of Moses last week it was the faith of Moses parents today let's talk about the faith of Moses we read that in Hebrew chapter 11 verse 24 by faith Moses when he became of age refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures the passing pleasures of sin esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt for he looked to the reward by faith he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king for he endured as seeing him who is invisible by faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them so we see few things here they represent together the faith Moses had on the Lord I would like to read it from NLT, the New Living Translation, Hebrew 11, 24 to 28. This Bible, this version puts it this way. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting or brief and temporary pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt for he was looking ahead to his great reward. Verse 27, it was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because the, he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. Verse 28, it was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle the blood on the doorposts so that the angel of death would not kill the firstborn sons. Everything Moses did on that day was by faith. Was by faith. God sent him, asked him to go to the palace of Pharaoh and God sent him to redeem the children of Israel but not at this point it's much later in his life God sent him there because the moment he saw the burning bush and the voice of God then he was you know how much time it took for God to equip him but now as a little boy Moses was having such a great faith in God because otherwise Hebrew would not have recorded saying that by faith Moses when he became of age refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter that little boy developed faith in a tremendous way even when he was so young 
You know, we read five achievements of Moses by faith in the scripture, what we read just now. By faith, the first one, by faith Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Secondly, by faith, Moses chose to suffer affliction with the people of God than enjoying the passing pleasures of sin. Thirdly, by faith, Moses thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his reward. Fourthly, by faith Moses left Egypt not fearing the king's anger because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. Fifthly, by faith Moses commanded people of Israel to keep Passover and do the sprinkling of the blood so that when the angel of death comes he would not kill the firstborn. You know these are the facts they represent, they refer, they stand as a, faith, as a true statement today representing the faith of God. To further summarize, we see three steps of faith here. First one is a decision. A decision was made. A decision was made. Secondly, Moses took a step of faith. And thirdly, we see Moses in action. So I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, as I summarize my sermon today, first is about a decision that Moses took. Secondly, a step of faith. And thirdly, faith in action is what we see. What is the decision Moses took? Moses made a decision to come out of the palace of Pharaoh, to suffer affliction with the people of God, as he thought it was better for him to suffer for the sake of Jesus, for the sake of Christ. That was the decision he took. Secondly, he took a step of faith. He commanded his people to observe Passover or the sprinkling of blood. He took that step of faith and told every children of Israel to observe that. Thirdly, we see him in action. He left Egypt. He was not just sitting there telling all this. Bible says he left Egypt not fearing the king but setting his eyes above. Fixed on the one who called him to do. He left Egypt. So there are three important steps here. Things here. First one is the decision which was taken. Second one is the step that Moses took. Third one we see faith in action. What was the decision Moses made on that day? Bible says he refused to be called as Pharaoh's daughter. And he decided to come out of the palace to suffer affliction. To identify himself with his fellow brethren who are going through sufferings in their lives. And Bible also says to suffer Christ's sake. It was not an easy decision. It was an option given to Moses, I believe. Moses as a child, he was brought up in the palace of Pharaoh. Bible says when he became of age. I guess he became an age where he can discern things on this world. He can understand that his own children, own believers, own, own fellow brethren are going through struggle in their lives. When he became that age, he took this decision. He was in. It was a tough decision in his life and it was not a very blind decision. It was a well-informed decision. 
probably I guess Moses would have seen the pleasures of the palace by now because he has been there in the palace for a while he would have seen the pleasures of the palace the parties that is going on the drinking and the merrymaking and the dancing and everything going on every night in that palace Moses would have seen all these things as a little boy Moses didn't fail to notice what is going on in that palace probably I guess at some point of time the daughter of Pharaoh would have invited Moses to join them in all their parties and I guess this little boy Moses he would have just hesitated to obey to the daughter of Pharaoh and said I will just keep away I will just observe what is going on there probably through a little window there Moses would have just peeped into what is going on inside the palace and none of them really touched his mind at all he was really not at all interested in what is going on in that palace Moses was a little boy but he was well informed Moses would have seen the happy face of Pharaoh or the joy or the happiness of Pharaoh you know he was enjoying himself when he listened to the report of the affliction that is going on in the land when his ministers they come forward and came forward to tell him to report him saying that there is so much work is done today so much bundles or piles of loads of bricks were replaced you know by one place to the other places uh, you know all these children of Israel they were carrying in their bags from morning 6 o'clock till evening 6 o'clock I just really got that you know, job done and Pharaoh would have just laughed Moses would have observed all this going on inside the palace in Exodus chapter 1 verse 13 to 15 if we can read it really talks about what is going on at the time in the land of Israel or in Egypt Bible says so the Egyptians what the people of Israel without mercy they were treating them like slaves literally children of Israel they were under bondage verse 14 says chapter 1 Exodus they made their lives bitter every day their lives were bitter every day they want to see my end when my end is going to come they were just crying out bitterness because of the cruelty of this Egyptian officials they say that in verse 14 they made their lives bitter forcing them to mix mortar and make bricks and do all the work in the fields they were, they were ruthless in all their demands children of Israel they were going through tremendous affliction by the hands of this army of Pharaoh you know Moses would have seen all these things going on there and also Moses didn't fail to see the opportunities probably he can get in the palace of Pharaoh Moses would have also seen if he continued to remain in the palace one day probably he could be lifted up to next to Pharaoh and one day probably he will get an opportunity to rule the whole you know earth it is a great opportunity later on it happened to Joseph if you remember Joseph you know uh, uh, Joseph had a chance to do it to do rule this you know entire Egypt probably Moses would have thought he has such a great opportunity in his hand because Pharaoh's daughter liked Moses he found she found Moses as beautiful and probably it's a good opportunity to continue to you know be there in the palace so that one day he can be lifted up Moses has seen all these possibilities in his life it was also not true that Moses was thrown out of the palace Bible doesn't say that Moses was cast out of the palace it doesn't say 
because daughter of Pharaoh says that she loves Moses she was not obviously trying to get rid of Moses she wanted to keep Moses but it was the decision taken by Moses to leave the palace that's what the word of God says <laughs> by faith when he came to age refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather affliction suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of the sin so we talked about this what Moses was <laughs> going through on the uh, on that day on the other hand Moses was also seen what was going on to the children of Israel that really affected his heart they were afflicted day by day the affliction was increasing every day there are people committing their life they are committing suicide because their life has become so bitter that they are they don't want to live on this earth his own people were targeted and made to work like animals in the field every day Moses little boy he was seeing all these things and he knew very well the Pharaoh's decision is to destroy the children of Israel completely on the face of the earth and Moses knew all these things very well and knowing all these things Moses took a decision to identify himself with the children of God then going and he decided to go through that affliction what they are going through and Bible says he was he took the decision to go through this suffering for Christ's sake do you believe that in the Old Testament is recording and it's saying Moses took the decision to go through the suffering for Christ's sake for Christ's sake I believe it is true Moses knew very well about Jesus Christ even you know with the eyes of faith people in the Old Testament they could see the coming days they could see the prophecy which was spoken even right at the Garden of Eden getting fulfilled in the coming days I don't know when God told about Jesus Christ to Moses because Bible records Moses was willing to get into the you know, decision because for the sake of Jesus Christ Moses was not thrown into the situation it is his decision that he wanted to do this for God you know some of us today think there will be a time that I will be forced to take certain decisions in our life you know one day I was even thinking about it let's wait for a time there will be a particular time in our life at that point of time we can you know take the decision because we will be forced by God and by men and everywhere you know things around us will force us to take the decision but Moses was not waiting for the time that he will be forced to take the decision the moment he realized that it is from God it is by his faith he wanted to move forward some of the young boys may say that it is the time to really enjoy this world it is the time that to really enjoy this world why do you you know tell me that I need to seek God it's a time that God has given us to enjoy this world and there will be a time in later in my life I'm even probably after my retirement then I will start seeking after God then I think I can do great things for God 
you know i would say that god doesn't really need you when you yourself cannot walk you need some support and you need some people to hold on you know to your you know to both your hands <laughs> and the really god doesn't want you at that time god wants you now god wants us now when we have energy when we are vibrant for god when we can go and do things for god when we need to sleep only for 6 hours and do the remaining time spend the remaining time for in god's kingdom that's the kind of period god is looking at you know even i used to regret you know some of my days got wasted in my life you know when i probably i could have spent those days in much better way i'm sure every one of us will have that feeling in our life i have wasted so many years in my life probably i could have you know stood god for you know with much more vigor in my life moses knew that very well this is the time if he leaves this opportunity and it is not going to get him now is the best time he realized it as they say every time when is the best time in your life now is the best time we cannot wait for a better time than this we don't know what is going to happen tomorrow now is the best time in my life in our life whatever we want to do for god try to do for god now is the time because the next moment is not guaranteed to us moses realized that very well the call of moses was to be a deliverer of the children of israel and today as we study the faith of moses the faith he had on god we need to remember what is our call today our call today you know i believe the people in this nation in this country they need jesus they need the love of god even though there are so many churches you know so many things are going on in this city still people need to know the love of god you know i believe god has brought us to this nation with the purpose of bringing that light into the streets of the city into the downtown area of the city into this you know jungles of the city where things are hidden where sins are hidden god expects us to bring the light of god into this nation and that is the call of god in our lives the call of god in our lives is to deliver those who are going through bondage those who are going through struggles sickness and pain in their lives god is going to use our lives moses identified himself with the sufferings of the children of israel for christ's sake as i said it was an amazing fact that an old testament man of god he could think it was better to suffer for the sake of christ how did he know about jesus christ at all i believe sufferings of jesus christ was predetermined sufferings of jesus christ was predetermined because that's what the word of god says if you can look at revelation chapter 13 verse 8 revelation chapter 13 verse 8 word of god says all who dwell on the earth will worship him whose name have not been written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world so lamb was slain not on the cross Jesus died not just on the cross he was slain even before the foundation of the world the moment Lucifer reacted against God the moment Lucifer rebelled against God God had to alter his plan that he had for those beings living beings on this earth 
Do you know that angels were living on this earth? Angels were ruling this earth at some point of time. Bible records about it. Angels were living where we are living today. And then in Genesis chapter 1 we see the earth was recreated. It was not a creation. It was a recreation in Genesis chapter 1. Because God says let there be light. Let is not a word of creation. Let is a word which says let that come. Let that be into existence. It was not a word of creation. So the earth was recreated in Genesis 1. But before that there were millions of years the world was ruled by angels and angels were there. One such angel worship leader was Lucifer and we knew that we know that very well. He fell from God. At that moment, God had to alter this plan. He created man and then man, you know, failed God. And he had to make a plan. And that's the time the plan was made at the Garden of Eden. The announcement was made saying that Jesus Christ is going to come back to this world. So the Lamb of God was slain even before the foundation of the world. Many of the Old Testament saints, you know, they had gone through challenges in their lives considering knowing that Christ Jesus is going to die Christ Jesus is going to suffer so let me suffer for Christ's sake so this man of God he's saying that I will suffer I will suffer for Christ's sake let's look at few scriptures you know not many wants to preach about the sufferings as Moses was saying on the day but Bible very clearly records about the sufferings of a saint of God on this earth. Now this Bible gives us great promises. But these promises, they come with sufferings on this earth. Let's look at some of the scriptures there. You know, I believe it is significant for a bride to know what kind of sufferings the bridegroom has gone through in order to reach this bride. You know, some of us can understand what I'm talking about. For example, let's take one, one boy. He loves a girl. And he wanted to, you know, get married to that girl. But there is so much of pain, so much of obstacles he sees on his way. Because parents may not accept it. Because they don't like that family. Maybe various other reasons. She's not well to do. And she looks totally ugly. You know, when this boy goes and tells his parents that this is the girl I like, they say, you know, I can find a better girl for you. Or you want to, you know, fall in love with this girl. She's totally ugly. Don't go. There are so many obstacles that he can see on his way. And he overcame all these obstacles, one after another. Hearing the reproach of people around him. You know, sending out of the house by his own parents. Going through so much of struggles, waiting for such a long period. And one fine day, he decided to marry this girl. And he reached, going through all these obstacles. And obviously, this girl will look at and ask him, How much pain you have gone through for my sake? To reach me, how much struggle you have gone through? Maybe she would not have waited up to this end of this time. Once in a while she would have called him and checked with him. How are things with you? Do you think it will happen? Do you think that we will get married at some point of time? Or it is all a dream and then one point of time we need to separate and we get to marry somebody else? Do you think it's all going to be going well? Do you sleep? Do you cry? 
you eat well do you have money to eat all these questions would have been asked by this bride because knowing that very clearly that bridegroom that boy is going through all this pain <coughs> as a bride unless we know unless we take part in the sufferings of Jesus Christ there is no way one day we can be united with Lord God that's an amazing truth of scripture not many know about it it is an amazing outstanding truth of the scripture unless we take part in Christ's suffering we can we can ever we can never imagine that one day we can go and stand before Jesus Christ he's not going to recognize us unless we take part in his suffering let's turn to some of the scriptures Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 to 11 Philippians chapter 3 10 to 11 you can just take a note of it and we can go through it later I will go a little quickly here Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 to 11 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead and the fellowship of his sufferings God expects us to have fellowship with Jesus Christ not only in the good moments but even at the time of our struggle even at the time of our sufferings in 2nd Timothy verse chapter 1 verse 8 says 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 8 there is a call to share the sufferings of the gospel there is a call to every one of us to share the sufferings for the gospel. Second Timothy verse chapter 1 verse 8 Paul writes to Timothy Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord nor of his prisoner but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. You know gospel can be preached with certain sufferings in our lives. You know we need to be willingly yield our lives to the, to the sufferings as Moses did. This man of God he knew very well that he need to associate himself with the sufferings of Christ. Until Unless he does that he is not going to meet him face to face on one day. This boy he knew that very well. And God is calling every one of us towards that. In Paul writes in 2nd Corinthians 1 5 he is saying the sufferings of Christ is abounding in us sufferings of Christ abound in us so our consolation also abounds through Christ Jesus sufferings of Christ abound in us what does it mean as we grow in the Lord we need to take part in his sufferings what is the kind of suffering God expects us to take part to have the birth pain until we bring someone to the knowledge of knowing Jesus Christ that's the kind of pain God expects us to go through the, the, the time when we gather together intercede to intercede some other lives God expects us to do that faithfully sincerely why we are taking part in his sufferings we are taking part in his in, in what Jesus has gone through in 2nd Timothy 3 verse 12 says yes and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution you know what kind of persecutions we are going through we may be going through something what is going on within our own family we may go through something in our own life we may go through some amount of persecution in our workplace we may go through some amount of persecution you know in the society and by the enemy the evil the devil 
what we are going through today and as we go through we need to understand one thing I'm taking everything on my life for the sake of Jesus Christ Moses said so Moses did that first John 3 13 says first John 3 13 do not marvel my brethren if the world hates you do not marvel my brethren if the world hates you among the group of people we may not be able to identify ourselves and fit to this world and the world is going to hate us the world at times it may hate us I'm sure every one of us may be experiencing I'm sure brother Kribanandan may be experiencing among his colleagues when things are going not going well and when he takes a decision to keep away from those boys I'm sure they don't like him they tell him why he is taking the Bible and every day he is just running to the church and when I call him to some other place he is not willing to come to that place why? we are going through, we are identifying ourselves with Christ and we are ready to take the challenge and that suffering in our lives because Bible says the world is going to hate John 15, 18 Bible says if the world hates you you know that it hated me before it hated you the world, the same world today hated Jesus Christ 2000 years back and today it is hating us and do not be marveled it is common for any child of God today Matthew 10 22 word of God Jesus said and you will be hated by all for my name's sake probably Moses would have been hated among every one of his friends and you know people there because he just ran out of the palace on, on a particular morning and they were hating and Bible says he took that for my name's sake Jesus says he did that for my name's sake Acts 14 21 Bible says and when they had preached the gospel to that city and made many disciples they returned to Lystra Iconium and Antioch strengthening the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue to remain in faith and saying we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God today God is expecting us to take part in his suffering this is a strong you know faith or truth which need to be you know totally fully engraved in our hearts today by faith Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter by faith Moses chose to suffer affliction with the people of God than enjoying the passing pleasures of the sin by faith Moses thought it was better to suffer for Christ's sake to own the treasures of Egypt for he was looking ahead for his greater reward in Matthew 11:30, God says my yoke is easy and my burden is light my yoke is easy my burden is light the same God who makes us to go through sufferings the same God who makes us to go through that pain Bible word of God also says he will also console us he will also comfort us he will also give us the grace to go through it because his yoke is easy and his burden is light because he is with us today he is giving us the grace what was the step Moses took in his life we saw the initial uh, the, the decision Moses took now what was the step Moses took by faith Bible says Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep Passover and to the and to sprinkle blood on the doorpost that the angel of death would not kill them you know it was a difficult task 
on that day it was a difficult step for Moses to take to tell everybody you killed an animal and sprinkle the blood on the doorpost and to wait for things to happen it was a tough situation for Moses and Bible says by faith he did that see how his faith was challenged on that day and the next day morning if nothing would have happened Moses would have been killed by stone people would have stoned him and killed him and he did everything and waiting things to happen on the night Moses was doing it by faith you know it was always it is difficult for us to take the first step and Moses took that first step just before he came out of Egypt he just took that step and that was the final step that he had to take before he can leave that part you know when we took the first step of doing something for God we find a tremendous challenge there you know I remember when we took the step of starting this church few you know, at least a few years ago it was really tough it was really tough even today it is tough to bring this as a church and to move forward it is not that easy it is tough and you know we found people who have been with us they were falling apart they were just going away from us moment we say that we are going to start as a church they are okay if you do it as a ministry but then even moment we say that you know we are going to start this as a church we found that you know people those who said that we will stand with you forever they were just slowly backing off and they were just going away our family couldn't understand both of us three of us and what we what was our commitment to the Lord I'm talking about our family now they started telling various sort of things someone said he's at the peak of his proud he's arrogant he could have gone to another church which is nearby what is the need of starting another church now whereas there are many churches around I'm talking about my family someone asked me right into my face do you have the call of God to start a church how do you know that it is God who wants you to do it it must be your flesh someone else said it is an it is a foreign land if we start our church how can our children get along with their peers in this country in the school you are trying to isolate our children into the room and so that they will just look at each other and how they are going to you know behave well outside in when they go to the school how do our children my children learn this culture and get adopted to this environment I cannot be part of this ministry you know we had to hear this such a word thing there are many more it is very difficult to put the first step Moses that day he took the step of faith and he was just waiting on that night for God to do a miracle you know when we hear such a word we just close and we shut the door and we cry to the Lord Lord is it you and every time we hear from the Lord move forward you know move forward that's the answer we listen we hear from God I'm sure Moses would have listened such an answer from God just move forward have faith in me just move forward it is I who called you into this so Moses took the step of faith and finally Moses took an action to leave that place that was the action Moses took to leave and to come out of that place 
Moses was not living there forever. Bible says, by faith Moses left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger, because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. He kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. That is faith, I believe. That is faith. That is faith. Trusting the one who is invisible. We have not seen him yet. But still we believe. We trust. That is what is the faith. Hebrew 11.1 1 gives that as a definition for faith. What is faith? The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things which are not seen yet. That is what is faith. As we are studying Hebrew 11. I believe our faith is increased day by day as we study. As we dwell upon this chapter. Faith in action. Bible says faith without work is dead dead there is nothing good in it Moses was not just sitting there and believing things to happen Bible says he left Egypt not fearing God not fearing the king but just to fix keep his eyes fixed on the one who is invisible God expects us to do to fix our eyes upon the one who is invisible and God wants us to leave those things we need to leave without having any fear in our mind without any having any fear in our mind setting our eyes fixed on Lord Jesus Christ you know we will grow as a church together as long as our eyes are fixed on Lord Jesus Christ as long as we don't listen to what is what people are talking about us as long as we don't want to listen about you know what we are hearing as a feedback it is good sometimes it is bad it doesn't really matter what people think about us and talk about us as long as we set our eyes focused on the one who have, whom we have not seen yet we will grow and God will leave I love these words of Paul I fully agree with Paul in this matter Galatians 1 15 to 17 Paul writes it and he just puts it very plainly Galatians 1 15 to 17 but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and call me through his grace verse 16 Galatians 1 to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles and the important phrases phrase here I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood when God called me to do this I did not go and ask confer with flesh and blood I was not waiting for the flesh and blood to tell me yes you can go and do it and verse 17 says nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me see what Paul is writing here I think it is important to every one of us he is saying that when I came to know that God is calling me to preach his marvelous grace to the Gentiles I was not considering that with my flesh and blood you know flesh and blood is always weak they cannot understand when God is asking us to do something flesh and blood cannot understand because it is a spirit talking to the spirit it is the voice of the Holy Spirit you know conferring and conforming that with our spirit 
when that is true the moment we go and consult with flesh and blood even our own flesh if you just wait for us to know become more and more and more clear it will not happen because our flesh and blood will not understand the call of God in our lives Paul is writing it here clearly the nature of the flesh is to put us down because the flesh doesn't belong to God the flesh belongs to the earth the nature of the flesh is to pull it down flesh cannot understand the purpose of God the call of God in our lives as children of God as God wants us to move forward in his kingdom we need to behave like Moses we need to be like Paul we need to behave like Moses and tell I don't really care about it all that I need to do is God is asking me to move forward I will leave that place and then move forward for the sake of Christ for his kingdom purposes Moses just left having his eyes fixed on the one who called him before I close let me repeat those three steps Moses took first of all a decision by Moses by faith Moses made a decision to come out of the palace of Pharaoh to suffer affliction with the people of God he was not hesitating to identify himself with the children of God today it is very very important that we as a believer we identify ourselves with one another as a fellow believer we need to do that not within our own church even outside our church even with other believers who have who who are serving the Lord Jesus Christ we should not hesitate to identify ourselves with them you know that's something which I like when we go to the conference the pastors conference you know we we get an opportunity to see them coming with the different backgrounds different thinking different thought different way of building their ministries you know but it is it is important and it is great to get attached with them so as a children of God we need to identify the same way Moses was identifying himself with his own people that is important the one reason you know when we when we you know build this ministry it is important to recognize our own people who are traveling from coming from different land and as an immigrant and trying to settle down in this place it is very important to identify ourselves you know with them with them it doesn't really matter where they come from you know it doesn't really matter whether they behave or they don't behave it is important to identify ourselves because they need God you know they are coming here to a land which gives which opens up you know opportunity to know our Lord Jesus Christ back in their own country they are bound by the relatives around they bound by they are bound by the friends around they don't have the freedom even if they want to go to the church they cannot do it but in this land they see they have a freedom God is keeping us here in this land to invite them to the kingdom of God second step he took is by faith he commanded the people to you know observe Passover and the spring of blood it was totally a step taken by Moses by faith as Lord spoke to him finally we see faith in action by faith he left Egypt not fearing the king but seeing or setting his eyes above on the one who is invisible as I said Jesus said to his disciples my yoke is easy my burden is light it's not that Jesus is trying to put his burden upon our lives we are trying to identify ourselves as a bride as we prepare to meet him on that day and today when we live on this earth he expects us to associate in his sufferings to take part in his sufferings to have fellowship in his sufferings you know that's how we will come to know more about our bridegroom one day when we sit at the marriage ceremony we will know the one whom we are going to marry because we know com- 
completely about him we know what kind of sufferings he has gone through when he was living on this earth we will be able to get attached with him totally perfectly without any flaw god is preparing this church on the day shall we just close our eyes